Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, some enlightening ideas, educate myself, educate you on um, different ways to see life and maybe understand a little bit differently. Um, You know, I started off as a Roman Catholic. Can you believe that? I used to be an older boy, and now look what I talk about. Um, because I started to realize as time goes on that life is not really the way that they're sort of telling us, you know. And I had experiences and everything that you might call otherworldly. <laughs> um, this sort of brought me to an understanding that, you know, life is very different. We don't even really think about life. You know, we're so programmed to just get up each day and do this, do that, or whatever, whatever. And um, that's what we think about. Then we die and we go, oh my God, what happened there? Yes, this is what happens to... You know, a lot of us were so programmed every day just to live and not to think about the larger questions. And so, you know, so many of us are so shocked when we get to the point that we're actually dying. It's like, what do you mean I'm dying? <laughs> well, you are. Well, it's your body, actually. And your spirit goes on. And this is how we live, you know. That's why I've said on this podcast quite a few times that um, I live with my death in mind. In other words, because... You know, I only have so many more years, as we all do. And I put that out there and I go, what do I want to accomplish in that period of time? Because, you know, it's interesting. I've said this before as well, that people on their deathbed, you know, in the last six months of their life, have a lot of regrets. A lot of regrets. You know, a lot of them didn't pursue their dreams. Um, It has to do with forgiveness in relationships and it's very interesting how we live and how we live life. You know, we don't even, most of the time, we're not even aware of what we're doing. Um, we just do things automatically, you know, like driving a car. You know what it really amazes me when I go out to dinner with people or I go out and I with, um, have dinner, you know, out. You know, when we, um, we're eating food, right? And so, you know, we put the fork in the food and isn't it amazing how it ends up in our mouth? <laughs> And not the fork doesn't end up in our eye or in our chin or in our nose or something like that. It really amazes me. I like watching people like that. And because it's done automatically. It'd be pretty funny if that happened, wouldn't it? That'd be hysterical. That would be my kind of dinner. You know, I'd turn up just to see what happens. So, but that's what we do, you know, automatically. So we live life automatically. So I, I observe, I've had, you know, time to observe people and watch things and think about, you know, people that I've met. And I've noticed something really interesting about what we do as people. Animals don't do this. Because in some cases, animals are smarter than humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We live life in resistance nearly all the time. And you might say, what do you mean? (laughs) You think about the day you go through. Oh, you know, let's say you wake up of a morning. You're fortunate enough to wake up of a morning, right? And so you go, "Mm, I have to drive here. I don't like that idea. Person today, I don't like that idea. (laughs) And so if you look at through the day, all the things you actually have resistance to that you don't want to do. Now, that is a lot of energy that you put into Resisting things that you don't want to do, right? And in a lot of ways, that's how we live. Like, I don't want to go to work today. Okay, right. That's resistance, right? And so we use all this energy up 
in resisting everything that we don't want to do in life. And a lot of these things that we have resistance to, we created, yes. And so then we resist it. <laughs> That's how we live a lot of our life. I started to watch people, you know what I'm going, oh my God, they're miserable all day. This is the reason why. And so that is sort of like, and it's going to be hard for me to get to this. You're not living in the natural flow of life. See, and most of us have no concept of what that is. You know, like I said, we just go through life like we're eating food. It's what we do. I have tried in my own life to sort of live that way in the natural flow, what I call the natural flow of life. And I've said this before. I don't know if this podcast is on the internet or not. But when I'm in a natural flow, what I call the natural flow of life, I can go down a street where there are 10 traffic lights and every traffic light will be green. And that's how I know. Because... When I create resistance inside of myself to things, life attracts events into my life that have resistance in them. So I'm always pushing against the own resistance, my own resistance that I'm creating. Do you see? So, you know, life itself is a self-fulfilling prophecy. I've said this many times. I've also said that like attracts like all the time. Right? It's a law in the universe, how it works. Um, when I used to talk to a lot of people, I, you know, I've said this before, women um, would you know, be in a relationship with somebody and not end it, would end. It's more than likely they're going to attract the same kind of man into their life the next time and go through the same thing. Because it sort of becomes woven into you, into your fabric, of what that is and then you just attract it again it works the same on everything everything in life works that way so the resistances that you have in your life is because you have that inside of you it's part of the fabric of who you are and so what happens is that you keep attracting these events and circumstances in your life that that create that will have that in it and then what happens is that you have to put all this energy into this so in a lot of ways, it's like pushing a boulder up a hill all the time. So if you were to stop and think and look at your life, you would see this. You'd be astonished at how much it's in your life, for sure. So there are a couple of reasons why I'm saying this. You know, one time, I've said before, I live with my death in mind, right? And so I look at everything I do between now and when that is. I've said this before. I try to bring a sense of spirituality, a sense of purpose, a sense of beauty into my life. And you know what happens? I have very little resistance in my life. Because all the things that I sort of didn't like or didn't serve me in some way, um, I released from me. And then I replaced them. It's like a garden. It's like a garden, you know. Uh, pull out the weeds, uh, put a rose. Do you see? So look at all these things that you have in your life that you have resistance to. See if they're worth having there. Like in personal relationships or friendships, there could be people there that you feel like that there's resistance all the time, you know, and you have to try to overcome that or create something better, let it go. It's not worth it. 
It's not worth having anything in your life that's like that. If you're going to be alive, live for a sense of joy. Live for a sense of happiness. So look at these things and see. You know, we also have resistance to things that are actually good for us. <laughs> I don't know. Exercise. Exercise is actually good for the body. <laughs> so and we have resistance. Um, those kind of things, just do it, you know, just do it, right? So anything that you can see that's beneficial for you in your life and you have resistance to, try to understand why. Why is it there? And then try to figure that out, sort that out. Right? Everything in your life, there are two ways of looking at it. It's either negative or positive. Like I said, you can have two people in the same situation one person might see it as a positive thing, the other person might see it as a negative thing. It's all based on your conditioning. Right? So if there are things that you have to do in life that you have some resistance to, change your attitude towards it. If you make it, and this is really important what I'm going to say, if you make it a joyous event, it will become that. And then you no longer have resistance to it. You see, I do a lot of stuff here, surprisingly. Uh, it takes a lot of creative energy. But I don't resist it. I enjoy it. And I look at it right for what it is. I go, okay, I'm doing this now. I'm creating this. And I don't look at the end in mind because as soon as you put the end in mind, forget it. You're going to create expectations. They're going to make you miserable. So I look at what I'm doing. I'm going, oh, I really like this. I really like doing this. So I take the resistance out and then it becomes something that becomes joyful. So if you have to do things, you know, that you feel that way, change your attitude towards it. And you'll find that it'll start to become that. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you now is like on the edge of reality and whatever out there, right? The way that you look at something changes the way it is. I'm going to say that again. The way that you look at something changes the way that it is. You see, so you'd say, what's an example, Michael? Hmm. Let me give you a large example. If I got up every day, which I do, <laughs> and I create this feeling that my life in that day is going to create a sense of joy and bring me unknown things that I can't anticipate that'll bring me a sense of wonder and joy, my life becomes that. If I look at my life as a series of struggles and hardship and resistance, my life becomes that, right? The way you look at something is the way it becomes. Write it on your fridge <laughs> or something. Say it again. The way that you look at something is the way it becomes. Do you see? Let me see how much time. Hmm. Yes. This is something that I've found in my own life. Right? So I've said this before. I sort of start my life all over again, all based on this philosophy. And I have a wonderful life. You know, some people might agree with it. Some people might not. And there are things that I'm changing about it in a state of evolution. But I have a wonderful life. I get to do this. I get to learn. I get to create music. I get to do wonderful things because I started to live this philosophy. 
Here's something interesting. I like the unknown. I don't like getting up each day and knowing what's going to happen, believe it or not. And so I, I love living like that. For most people, it scares them to death. You know, they need a sense of certainty with everything. But I trust in every day that the right things are going to come to me. You see, if you put that trust, that's like a prayer to the universe. And the universe goes, hmm, you want an interesting day that works for you. Let me give that to you. Or you say, hmm. My day is going to be a struggle, it's going to be hard, and the universe goes, let me give that to you. Everything is a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So that's how it works. So for me, I had something really interesting happen. Um, I've mentioned this before in different ways. I have very, very few people in my life, and I keep it like that for a reason, um, believe it or not. <laughs> and so, but I love the unknown. So my... Let's say my best friend, let's call her that, right? It's like a walk in the enchanted forest. <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it. I never know what she's going to say. I never know what she's going to do. It would all be the opposite of whatever I thought is normal. But that's wonderful. Because for me, I don't like the known I like the unknown. So things around me start to reflect that. So I have this friend in my life that's this walk in an enchanted forest. That's the only way I can describe it. I never know what's going to come out of her mouth. I never know what she's going to do. She says the most hilarious things. So my life, even through the people that are around me, are reflecting the very thing that I think about every day. So... I attract things like that. And I have things that happen out of the blue and happen in wonderful sort of ways. Why? Because I look at life that way. Do you see? So the way that I see life, it reflects it back to me. You see? It's very, very interesting. It's a hard concept for a lot of people to grasp or understand. But if you try it with just small things, if you were to do this, imagine this, right? If you were to get up each day and say, I want something unexpected to happen today, and I want it to be wonderful. If you were to get up each day and say that as a mantra, mantra, I think they say, from your heart, maybe 20, 30 times, something would start to happen. You don't think that would knock you off your feet? <laughs> then you'd start to realize how powerful you are. Because you're powerful beyond belief. You are a spiritual entity that was created by the universe with unbelievable power. The power to create, the power to love, the power to think, the power to experience every emotion you want. And yet we put ourselves in these tiny little boxes and say, this is me. No, that's not you. That's what you believe. So as you start to change the belief or expand the belief, your life becomes something different. It's amazing what we do. And I mean, I've lived like that. I've done that. You know, I didn't have this knowledge all the time. But um, 
it came to me. So look at the resistance that you have in your life and try to get more into a natural flow. Like, I don't know, because, you know, people who listen to this all over the world, you know, I don't know what they do. They work, they don't work, whatever. Try to set days, one day, say, I don't know, Saturday, Sunday, I don't know, where you don't know what you're going to do. You wake up, you don't plan anything, right? Nothing. You get up and just let it flow. Let the day flow and see what happens. See how much easier things work. And I'll tell you how it's going to work, right? You'll wake up and ideas will come to you on how the day should be. Not you thinking it's got to be this, this, and this. Ideas will come to you like, oh, I think I might drive to the beach. And you drive to the beach and you end up having something wonderful happen at the beach because it was supposed to. So you're in the natural flow of your life. This is how it works. I mean, if you can live like that every day, oh my God. You know, I try to and I, you know, I get there a fair amount of the time. Um, until people start bothering me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you see, so try that. So say, you know, a week from now, one day, nothing. And try to live in the natural flow of what happens. And you'll start to see that you can start to do that in other ways as well in your life. And you'll start to see that your life will get into this natural flow and it'll be wonderful. It'll be blissful. And then you're not living in the state of resistance to everything all the time. You see? So this is a magical way to live. You know, I've, I've said that before in my podcast. Like, try to live a magical life. Those bring into your life things that, like I said, bring you a sense of joy, a sense of happiness, a sense of peace. Like I said, you know, I live with the end of my life in mind. Do not live. Don't get to the end of your life and have regrets. Don't do that. It's the worst thing to do. So wherever you are in your life now, age-wise, wherever you are, start to think about these things that I've said so that it makes your life a lot more enjoyable for you and puts purpose and puts meaning to it. Heal relationships that you have problems with because that's the big one. Even if it means walking away from somebody, that is healing you. You know, the Buddhists have the saying that having anger in relationships or towards somebody or frustrations is like holding a hot coal in your hand. The only person that hurts is you. So, and that's resistance, you know, as like I talked about, I have resistance to this thing, then let it go or heal the relationship so that you no longer hold that hot coal in your hand. And that is the same with everything, everything that you have a problem with in your life. If you apply love to anything, or like I said, the way that you look at something, it becomes the way that you are looking at it, you can use that to fix or heal anything in your life. It doesn't matter what it is. That's how powerful you are. This is the tools that you've been given as a spiritual entity to help your life. I said in one of the other podcasts is that 
You should look at things like money and love as like air, like just flowing to you. I'll say it again. Do it again. Look at money as like leaves on a tree just falling to you, right? Look at love as just like the air, just engulf, engulfing your body, surrounding your body. Remember what I said, the way that you look at something, it becomes that. So look at your life as a joyful walk in an enchanted forest and expect wonderful things to happen each day. Practice what I said about that and you'll start to see it. And as you start to gain more confidence with it, you'll start to see other magical things happen in your life as well. All right. Thank you.